the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today. God created mothers, and what a blessing they are. Their love for their children, biological or not, is incomprehensible, unconditional, and everlasting. Any woman who fulfills the God-ordained role of motherhood is to be loved, respected, and appreciated. Not just on Mother's Day, but every day. The Bible tells us that her children rise and call her a blessed. Because a mother who fears the Lord is to be praised. Have your Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us on being a blessing to mothers. You've been so good to us. Made a way, made a way, made a way out of no way. You brought me through dangers, toils, and snares. Woke me up early this morning. Started me on my way. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Sick a wretch like me. I'm glad I'm saved, sanctified. Blush, blood washed. Glad I'm redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I'm glad I'm redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Bless mothers in the house today, Lord. Woo! Thank you. I thank you. Thank you, Lord. You've been good to me. Have people to be still. Thank you for a worshipful time in your house. Let the Redeemer of the Lord say so. In Jesus' name. And all God's children said, Amen. Isn't it good to be here? Oh, that was weak. Isn't it good to be here? Happy Mother's Day. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Good to see all these folk in the house today. Truly, God is a good God. Have your Bible. There's a phrase tucked in the book of Proverbs, uh, chapter 31, verse 28a. Proverbs, chapter 31, chapter 31 of the book of Proverbs, verse 28, that phrase A, that A phrase of that passage It says, her children shall rise up and call her blessed. I'll say it again. 
Her children rise up and call her blessed. And from this text, I want to preach how to be a blessing to your mother. How to be a blessing to your mother. We live in a day where there is little emphasis placed on the value of motherhood. So many people in this world are consumed with sports. They have a hunger and thirst for entertainment. They pursue careers and they're carried away with their appearances and their selfies. So many pursue status and popularity. But who is talking about the value of motherhood? Who is talking about the value of motherhood? We should give priority to motherhood because it is a role created by God himself. Now, Satan continually seeks to destroy God's original design for the family. He hates the family and he's doing everything he can within his power and at his disposal to destroy the family. Satan hates the family and that's why uh, the family is under such an intense attack. He hates the family. Because he knows so go the family, so goes the church, so goes the church, so goes the city, so goes the city, so goes the state, so goes the state, so goes the nation, so goes the nation, so goes the world. We should give priority to motherhood because it is a role created by God himself. Satan continually seeks to destroy God's original design for the marriage and family. This can clearly be seen with the redefining of marital roles. We can see him, uh, Satan, attacking the roles of the marriage. He wants to redefine the roles, confuse the roles of the children, the role of the wife, the role of the husband. You see a confusal of the roles uh, and a redefining of marriage through same-sex marriage. We see a redefining of the family through gender confusion. The world emphasizes women's rights, such as a woman's right to choose, which is actually the killing of the unborn. The world is promoting the pursuit of career goals and the promotion of the feminist agenda to the point that many women neglect their God-given responsibility in motherhood. Even the church is so affected by the culture that she has drifted from the biblical pattern that God has established for motherhood. In the day in which we live, motherhood is being devalued. If you say you're a stay-home mom, they said, is that all you're doing? Like you're missing something. Therefore, when you see mothers who are really trying to make spiritual adjustments in their lives to give priority to motherhood, the church should especially celebrate mothers who place their focus and priority on the family. And then the family should make every effort to be a blessing to mothers who are refocusing their time, their attention, their efforts on the family. There's a tremendous breakdown in the family. And, uh, If we're going to get hope, if we're going to hear a word from the Lord, if we're going to hear instructions that the news media is not going to tell you, 
Well, my friend, you're sitting in the right place today. I do not preach political correct messages. I preach biblically correct messages to the glory of Almighty God. People are perishing for a famine of truth in the word of God. With that being said, how can families be a blessing to mothers as well as grandmothers, as well as great-grandmothers? How can families be a blessing to mothers and grandmothers? Number one, first of all, tell your mother, children, how much you love her. Grandchildren, even husbands, tell the mother, the wife, how much you love her. You do not know how impactful and meaningful these expressions really are. First John chapter three, verse 18 says, little children, let us not love in word. This is talking about spiritual children, not just young babies here, but it's talking about also spiritual children. Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. Children, how often do you tell your mother, I love you? When is the last time you told your mother, I love you? Has there been a drought in the home? What's wrong with your mouth that you can't say that? If you really love her, then you ought to articulate that. Husbands, how often do you tell your wives, I love you? You can tell her what you want or what she didn't do, but when's the last time you just, with no agenda, just spontaneously said, I love you? Those are powerful words. These expressions of love is such a blessing and encouragement to her. After you tell your mother, your wife, how much you love her, then your words should translate in actions that will bless her. Don't just talk love. Then you ought to put your love to action. Love is not just what you say. It is also what you do. If you're not going to do love, then don't say love. Talk is cheap. Don't lie to her. She knows when you're lying. The love language is missing out of the family unit today. As a matter of fact, some some people talk better to their pets than they do their own spouse. Come here, Play-Doh. Ooh, I just love Play-Doh. You so nice, play mm-hmm. They kiss their dog on the snout and all that kind of stuff and have them kiss their wife one time. Mm-hmm. Hugging them all up. You got a little pouch. of women have pouch. You think it's a baby in there and it's a dog. <laughs> More affection for animals. Nothing wrong with loving animals, but you ought to get them out these little pouches and put real babies in there or something. Why is it that we love our animals more than we do the people? Made in the very image of God. Made in his likeness. Number two, how do you bless mother? By being respectful to her. Husbands and children, be mindful that you cannot be respectful possessing a bad attitude to her being non-compliant to her, rolling your eyes and being snappy at her, grumbling in undertones and body language that breaks her heart. 
being defiant and talking back and giving a word for, for a word, even husbands, and, and the inability to, get, to, do, to give the best effort with what she's asking you to do. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5 says, love does not behave rudely. Children, are you rude to your mother? Is your attitude rude? Uh, uh, men, uh, is, are your words harsh? Are you callous? Are you mean? Boy, look aquatic guy. It's eerie in here. The scripture says, does not seek its own, is not provoke. Hold it, underline this. Thinks no evil. You know, you got to think evil before you can talk evil. Folks don't say, I, I slipped. No, you didn't slip. You were already thinking evil. You know? The child, young folk, you ought not ever tell mama or daddy in your uh, 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 sassiness and words and I don't want to do that. No. No. What you mean? Yesteryear, you'd have been slapped down. And wasn't no CPS to come deliver you. Won't somebody say amen in here? You'd have got hit before you can get to know how. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thinks no evil. Husbands, don't think evil of your spouse. Wives ought not be thinking evil of their husbands, and husbands ought not be thinking evil of their wives. It is so easy to think evil, and some of you are thinking a whole lot of stuff you're not saying, but you know what? Whatever a man or woman thinks in his heart, so is he. And you need to repent. If you tell your wife in your mind, husband, I wish she'd shut up, you've already... That's evil. Now, you haven't said it, but it's evil. Men say it's evil. Oh, that's weak men. Say it's evil. Say it louder so she can hear it. It's evil. That's right. You see another woman in your mind, you say she's fine. That's evil. That's evil. Yeah, she said, come on, preacher. I am. I'm coming. That's evil. Be careful what you think. Be careful what you hear. Be careful what you say. God is looking, God is listening, and God will chasten those he loves. Love thinks no evil. And when it attempts to think evil, because the devil is always busy working in all our minds, you need to say, now, who's talking here? Where did that come from? And you need to rebuke those thoughts in the name of Jesus and plead the blood of Jesus over them so that you will be blessed of the Lord. Now, uh, parents, let me tell you something. Do not let your children get away with bad behavior. I said again, do not let your children get away with bad behavior. Lovingly, in the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, confront your children's deficiencies lovingly confront their bad attitudes and lovingly but firmly confront their rebellion. Being a passive, 
non-confrontational parent will be to the detriment of your children and your family. If you don't discipline your children at home, there are people in society who will. You let them go to jail, they'll tell them when to go to bed, they'll tell them when to get up, and they'll put them on lockdown. Somebody will do what you should have done in their own childhood. So be respectful. There's nothing worse than a disrespectful child to a mother who's doing all she can, a single parent who's doing all she can. She shouldn't have to put up with your foolishness. The man won't, the husband won't cook, can't wash dishes, won't clean the table, won't pick up behind himself, but always wanting something. Why don't you stop being disrespectful, callous, and hard and be gentle, loving, and kind? This message is not long this morning because you're going to choke if it gets too long. (laughs) I have a part two to this message, and I was trying to say, I was trying to figure out, now, when do I preach part two? Next Sunday's church anniversary, Sunday after that. And I said, well, I guess I have to wait till next year to preach. I got a whole nother segment, section to this message, because I know you can't handle but so much. And some of you are, are so used to the media and the secular system and the culture till when you hear truth, real truth, you choke. You can't take it because you, you have been dumbed down. You've been meteorized by the media. You've been secularized. You've been culturized. Till when you hear truth, you say, what's that? Number three, to your mother. Appreciate her. Appreciate her. So many mothers feel unappreciative, unappreciated. Tell her thank you. And then mothers, when your husband or your children say thank you, I mean say you welcome before they can get it out their mouth because they don't have to say thank you. Colossians 3.15 says, and let the peace, underline peace. See, don't run past these words now. Underline peace. Let the peace of God, that the peace only come from the Prince of Peace. Peace of God. Peace come from God. Peace doesn't come from money. Peace don't come from your husband. Peace don't come from your wife. And you know peace don't come from your children. Peace don't come from your job. (laughs) You can go on vacation and still not have peace. Fight like cats and dogs on vacation. Vacation can't even give you peace. Peace comes from God, and peace comes from God ruling in your heart, not you ruling, the rule of God in your heart. When he rules, then you have peace, to which also you will call in one body, and be thankful. Underline that phrase. See, now y'all speed read. I go slow. Slow is better than fast. And see, if you had your Bible, you could underwrite this. Bring your Bible next time. And be thankful. Now say it with me slowly. Come on. And be thankful. Look at somebody next to you and tell them that. I don't care if you don't even know them. Tell them. And be thankful. Look, look the other way. Find somebody the other way and tell them. Come on. And 
See, some of y'all had a hard time getting that out. <laughs> Where is the spirit of gratitude? You don't expect it from the world, but it ought to start in the home. The scripture says in Philippians 2, 4, let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also the interests of others. You show appreciation for your mother and grandmother and family with your words, being kind, being thankful. Thank you for washing the clothes. Thank you for grocery shopping. Thank you for taking out the trash. Thank you for feeding the dog. Thank you for going to the cleaners. Thank you for opening the car door for me. Thank you for pulling the chair out for me. That's amazing. Before, when y'all were dating each other in the car, y'all were all under each other, and man, poor man couldn't turn the wheel. But now you get in the car, it's plenty room. He can go way like this, and y'all don't even touch each other. What happened? What happened? Don't care. Don't try to. I'm not saying you have to. You're going to remember 100 percent of the time to close the door, but you ought to be at least 90. Close. See her in the car. You know. Now you know what, you, ladies. You ought to want to be treated like a lady. And don't let, see, that's what the feminist agenda is doing. You know, I, you ought not want your rights promoted to the point that the femininity is gone. Huh? You ought not be arm wrestling and beating your husband. <laughs> Teach him how to be a gentleman. He asked you, why are you standing up? I'm, I'm waiting for you to pull the chair out. <laughs> I'm just waiting on you. And don't, don't say, pull that chair. Baby, I'm just waiting on you. You're going to get there. <laughs> and do it with a smile. And do it with a smile. Don't kill him. Don't crucify him. Help him up. Help him. Help him. We need help. Don't we need help, men? Some of y'all, y'all choking so badly. <laughs> you show appreciation for your mother, your wife, when your words are kind, your thoughts are sweet and sensitive, you are available and helpful to her, which will build her up and not tear her down. There is something called verbal abuse. And it's not, even, it's not just coming from folk who don't know the Lord in the world system. It's coming from people who say they're saved. You ought to ever tell your wife, you make me sick. I'm tired of you. You do this one more time, I'm going to get a divorce. The D word ought to not be in your vocabulary. It's till death do you part. Didn't you take a vow? It wasn't a half uh, a half vow. You took a whole vow. Your ring that you're wearing on your wedding band did not come out the bubblegum machine with a little split in it. You got a whole nice glittery ring and your marriage should be as beautiful now as the ring on your finger if you still have it on. 
your word should build up and not tear down. It ought to go both ways. For both of you husbands and wives, your words ought not be sharp. Just sharp. Tongue lashing. Difficult. You know, it's better to be quiet and trust God. The Word of God admonishes us to wait patiently on Him, and He will give us the desires of our hearts. We must pray, meditate, commune, and wait on God. We must fight against the I, me, and my right now syndrome that perpetuates today's society. God and God alone is the answer to everything. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at maranathaessay.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and so much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. The Maranatha Bible Church family will celebrate its 35th church anniversary on Sunday, May 21st at 10 a.m. We invite you to rejoice with us as we praise God for all he has done through the faithfulness and leadership of Pastor Rander Draper Sr. and Sister Darlene Draper. Come and celebrate the goodness of God through the unwavering obedience and faithfulness to our Lord and Savior. You will be blessed. The Maranatha Bible Church family invites you to an interactive, life-changing adventure for the entire family during our annual Vacation Bible School held Sunday through Thursday, June 4th through 8th at 6 p.m. daily. Join us as we sing, pray, and explore Bible stories as we unearth the truth about Jesus. Grow in your faith with us as we celebrate and give thanks to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.